0: Hello and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. I'm Aaron
1: and I'm Bree.
0: And today is our second chance September episode. Bree, I'm so excited to record this one.
1: I am too. <laughs> we haven't really got to do just an us two episode in a
0: while. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a minute, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been busy, you know, we've been busy.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We we really, <laughs> I think it was me that overscheduled us for like September and August. So
1: I feel like the fall, I mean, I say historically, but this is like our second year. But even like last year, the fall was just busy. There's so many fall books and holiday titles are about to start rolling out. So, you know, it's, it's on brand for us, I feel like. Do you sure. want to let's do some housekeeping stuff first? Let's start with Patreon. If you're new here or if you've been here, Aaron has set us up a Patreon. He's basically been running the thing. It is linked down below. Thank you again, Aaron, for setting that up. And I mean, you just recorded an episode this week for Patreon. Do you want to talk about that?
0: Oh, yeah. So we, uh, you and I came up with this a slumber party episode idea where we just do um, bookish slumber party games. And I had just two of the best guests. um I could have ever had for for this episode. <laughs> yeah. We had Denise Wheatley and Mia Heitzelman. Uh, Mia's episode is coming up soon, where, where where I talk to her. But it was so much fun, and I think my face was red throughout the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love it, yeah. And then we but also definitely. have like the Patreon, like the book club, which is different from our regular books club.
0: Yeah, we're we're getting started on that. We just completed our first book. I talked to Parker J Cole, who is the debut Harlequin historical author of The Duke's Defiance Cinderella. I'm sure you've seen the cover if you're in the know on Twitter or if you follow the things on Twitter. It is such a recognizable cover. It's it's so gorgeous and it's so fun to look at, too. But Yeah. We I finished that book. Um I asked for some questions from our patrons and I got some of those and asked Parker those. And Parker, it was just so fun. She was so fun to talk to. We got on kind of sidetracked talking about anime. So <laughs> I apologize <laughs> about that.
1: No, I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you messaged me like right when you got off, you were like, I just had the best time. <laughs> So I'm, I think it's going to be such a wonderful episode
0: for, for yeah, Patreon, it was, for patrons it to listen It was so much fun.
1: As we said, the link is in the show notes. Supporting the Patreon is one of the ways that you can help support the podcast. And we are so grateful for everybody that is supporting as of now. Another easy way that you can support the podcast here is to just like if you have a friend that reads Category Romance, tell them about it, you know, share it on social media, or, you know, leave us a review. <laughs> if you listen on like Apple podcast, that's an easy way for people to find the podcast. So yeah, thank you for everybody that is supporting us. We are so appreciative. Um, and then Aaron, you were on Too Stupid to Live recently. Can you talk about that? You recorded with Becky?
0: Oh, yeah. Becky was so much fun. Yes, we read The Librarian and the Orc, and so that's oh, part three in the uh, in Finley Fenn's Orc series, and it was it was such a great time. This was a, a pretty pretty steamy book, I, I would say it borders on the erotica level, uh, but. It was so much fun. Like the characters had so much heart in them and there was so much character development in the story and oh it was a great time. So definitely check out that episode but just check out Becky's podcast in general. It is it is such a great time. I think she just released a new hot as hell episode. So
1: I love getting hot as hell on TSTL. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they, they are great episodes. I mean every episode's great with her. Um, Becky's kind of Becky is a comedian by trade so her episodes are all just hilarious.
1: Yeah yeah. Well, I'll I'll make sure that we leave a link to her podcast and your episode specifically as well in the show notes. So listeners, go check that out. You know, support a fellow podcaster. She does it all by herself. And it's incredible. So we love Becky. We have to get Becky on the podcast. We have to bring her here.
0: We keep talking (laughs) about that. (laughs) We
1: need to do it.
0: (laughs) We need to just, yeah, follow through on it.
1: Don't we always say we're all about accountability, but yet we, there's like things behind the scenes that we talk about all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs)
0: listeners, keep us accountable, please. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So today we're recording this. It's the 29th. Do you have any live shows coming up or anything? Uh,
0: So I do. So um, in a few days, I will be talking to heartwarming author Kim Finley we're oh, going to be yeah. talking her uh, Cupid's Crossing book number 4 and just Cupid's Crossing in general because that series is just amazing.
1: I want to know where in the world Kim Finley is now cuz the last time I we know. talked I think she was like in the Caribbean or something I can't remember but like where is she now?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm very curious. We're going to talk about all of her sailing adventures.
1: And then today I saw on it- on social media, you started your category journey back with um, an Amy Vast. Ba- Is it Amy Bastine? I think. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes, it's Amy the, Bastine. The new so um, Blackwells. The, yes. The, so the new Blackwell series, it came out. Um, well, they've been coming out periodically for the last few months here, I think. Uh, yeah, we talked to Anna J. Stewart and Melinda Curtis, Amy Bastine, and Carolyn Webb. Am I missing anyone in there? there
1: was there's right. another author but she wasn't there yeah yeah
0: Carol Ross yeah Carol mm-hmm. Ross I started it back up I'm I'm going to just you know go easy on it we'll see how it goes
1: Well okay so our theme this month was second chance September What do you enjoy about second chance romance and is there anything you don't enjoy about it
0: Okay so well I'll I'll talk about what I enjoy about second chance romance I love that the already built-in history of the characters. I love how they know how to tease each other, but then there's usually like it's not a rivals to lovers, but you know, there's always there's always kind of a bit of saltiness that that happens when uh, when there's a breakup. You know, as amicable as it could be, there's there's always there's always a bit of hurt feelings there. I, I feel like so I like the healing of the wounds and falling back into old habits and just of course that that moment when the dam breaks and they you know both realize they love each other.
1: And I think that like at surface level you think of second chance and you just automatically think it's going to be every book is going to be the same. But I still think even within the realm of second chance romance there's so much that kind of falls under that, right? Like every story doesn't necessarily have to be the same if that makes yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, we were talking over Voxer and you mentioned that a book you were reading was not quite a second chance. They hadn't dated before, but mm-hmm. um, oh, it's the Cynethia uh, Williams one, yes, um, Spirit yes. of Second Chances. Yeah, and so I I call that the missed chance where yeah. they, they knew they liked each other or maybe they went on one date, but that just t- the timing wasn't right.
1: Yeah, Kind of like a second shot, you know?
0: (laughs) What about you, Brie? What do you like about Second Chance?
1: um, I think, like you said, like I've gained a lot of appreciation. I think think it was Reese Ryan when we talked with her that was like, there's just already so much chemistry there. Like it kind of does a lot of the work for you, right? So I think as a reader, it's like, okay, just give, just establish for me that they have this backstory and then boom, let's get into the romance versus like, you know, they're just meeting and you have to build all of that. Like, it's just already there. And then there's so much that you can do. So like, yeah, one of the books, I have like 30 pages left in Sanithia Williams' book. And- like I shared with you, like they never dated. They, the two characters, Wesley and Sierra were like crazy about each other in high school, but like Wesley, he is the true middle child. Okay. So they like lost their parents and his brother steps up and is raising them. But like, you know, the, the older brothers, the older brother, and then the youngest brother is like the cute youngest brother. So he's kind of like the brother in the shadows. And, you know, they're crazy about each other, but he ha- like hung out with this guy named Troy who's like super manipulative. And that's who Sierra ends up with. Like think of high school, messiness, confusion. She overhears something that come to find out he was just kind of manipulated into saying, and here they are all these years later, they have both still harbored this, like you did me wrong type of thing. And so you're reading it and it's like 50% into the book. And you're like, just talk about what happened because you as a reader, <laughs> you know, You both just don't understand what happened. (laughs) And so she just is so good at crafting this like tension and i was i was like from following her online i know she loves like k dramas and stuff and i'm like her love of these like dramatic tv shows is just shining through and yeah it's like they're fine it is a second chance you know no they never dated but like they were in each other's lives they knew that each other liked each other but then something happened someone came between them she ended up with this other guy that's who she ends up like marrying and she's now been divorced for like three years and she's back in town and they're working together. And when it finally comes out, it's like, okay, let's not let anything come between us again type of deal. And it's like, you can do so much, I think, with second chance. It doesn't have to be like, oh, yeah, we dated and then we broke up and now we're back. Like It can still be second chance between two people that never actually went there. I just think if you have a good writer that's telling the story, you're like, okay, I get this. I'm I'm down for this ride. So,
0: oh yeah, this was this was a great theme for this month too. So, what about what about things you don't like about Second Chance? Do you have anything?
1: Oh man, I don't know. I don't want to say that I don't like it. It's just the some of the books can be so frustrating, but I think that those are the ones that are so rewarding in the end. You just have to stick with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's. I, I, the the tension building yes. like the the longer you can the author can drag it out just it's so frustrating but it's so much fun too at the same time
1: <laughs> but you just have to like bite your tongue during that frustrating part <laughs> just like just talk already just talk mm-hmm. about it <laughs> so well what did you pick like? was it a no-brainer? I had I feel like I had really had to do some digging. I was like, I don't really feel like a ton of category titles, just like scream out second chance. Like it was kind of hard <laughs> to pick one.
0: Yeah, so it's um it's not a theme that usually comes through in the title. Um I I guess uh, with exception of Cynthia's Synanthia, yeah. <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So, I I actually ended up with two. So, I read one on purpose for second chance, and then I read one uh, by coincidence that was a second chance as well. So the first one is the Heart Shaped Murders. Uh, this is the West Coast Crime Story series number one by the amazing Denise Wheatley, and this is and that's an the one intrigue. you read on purpose. <laughs> that's the one I read on purpose. Yes. So we have um, we have our crime scene investigator who she was investigating a crime uh, a crime scene at night but then the serial killer returned and began to do his signature uh, mark of carving a heart into her chest but she was able to escape and she goes back to her hometown to you know lay low get away from this person and her ex David is a detective on the police force there and of course the killer follows her back So it was a lot of tension. It was uh, just a lot of excitement, but, uh, you know, tension in the love department and also in the being stalked by a serial killer department. Right.
1: Yeah. I feel like I need to reach out to Denise and ask if she's watching Dahmer. Like everybody's talking about Dahmer right now. (laughs) She's probably watched it like five times at this
0: point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What was the one you read on accident?
0: So the one I read on accident, and this was in preparation for next month's theme, was Rain Tree Sanctuary by Beverly Barton. And this is the third book in the Rain Tree series, which I thought it was a trilogy. But when I was finished this one on Audible, there's a fourth one as well, which I was very excited to learn.
1: Yeah, because you're enjoying that series.
0: Oh, it is so good. So it's about and all three of the first books were just. All tied together. They were in the same timeline. So yeah, I finished the first book, which was Rain Tree Inferno by Linda Howard, and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I was like, <laughs> I was just like, so I I got whiplash. I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, this is a Harlequin or what was Silhouette, but I'm like everything's supposed to be wrapped up. What is going on here? I don't understand the world I live in anymore. <laughs>
1: I remember getting that message from you. You were so stunned. Like, this book just ended on a cliffhanger.
0: <laughs> so I immediately went and read Rain Tree Haunted, which was by Linda Weinstead-Jones. And this was so the first one was about the um uh, the king, so to speak, of the the raintree tribe, and they are a tribe of magic users. And of course, he finds love and but. He's being stalked by, uh, or well, these accidents keep ha- happening around him. But what he doesn't realize is that it's the Ansara tribe, their their sworn enemies, that has returned out of the shadows after two hundred years of uh, after this great battle that the Rain Tree tribe had won. And so then, Rain Tree Haunted is his brother Gideon, who is prince of the tribe, and he is a detective in North Carolina where he is tracking a serial killer. But what he doesn't know is the serial killer is actually after him because the, uh, and Sarah tribe is trying to assassinate all of the Royal family of the rain tree tribe.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh my and,
0: gosh. Yeah. And so rain tree sanctuary, the second chance one is, is about, um, Oh, what's her name? Uh, Mercy. So, Mercy is the sister of these two. She is the princess of the Rain Tree tribe, and she is the guardian of the of sanctuary, which is the the home place of the Rain Tree tribe. And she has a daughter. And what no one really has known is who the father of the daughter is. Well, it comes out that the father is judah who is the king of the ansera tribe their sworn (laughs) enemy and oh my gosh the drama (laughs) of all of it and just the the cuteness of this child and because she's born between you know the two royal families she's got super super duper magic powers and oh man it just came you know to big battle at the end and it was it was so good i love it
1: (laughs) So you have to read the fourth one now.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, let's see. So i I was looking and I was like, I guess I did read um, two. One of them I won't talk too much about because we did an interview with the author that's coming up. But I did read uh, My Year with the Billionaire by Rachel Stewart, which kind of like the Seneathia Williams is kind of a like they like a missed chance and then you're getting your second chance at love that's how I'm kind of looking at it the character Summer and Edward Edward's grandmother used to take in like foster kids and Summer was like she was about 18 when 17 or 18 18 ish when um, his grandmother had taken her in and so when we first meet them like she's you know, like a teenager, he's like a couple years older than her. You just, you kind of, you just know from there that they're going to like hit it off. And then you fast forward some time and summer has, you know, gone off. She's traveling the world. She's kind of like a travel influencer. And, uh, Edward's grandmother has passed and left them both her like Scottish castle, and the, the whole like idea is they have to live in it together for a year before they make any decisions. And this is, you know, their second chance at love. Of course, Edward was like super heartbroken when she left. Once upon a time, so when she walks in that door, he is like, "Why is she here?" Like he is pissed, uh, and it just makes it even more. I feel like juicy. But the thing that binds them together is. They They both really loved his grandmother, so you know. And there's like it's autumnal theme. There's a Halloween fairy tale ball and all of that. So really enjoyed it. But the one that I actually read on purpose for this recording was a dare novel. Um, So I read, oh yeah, I read Between the Lines by Lauren Hawkeye. And I will say, I rated it like I rated a three star. It was okay. I feel like I have to really sit with it there were just some things that i didn't like like the whole like there's one moment where she describes him as like a latin lover and i'm like oh that's a stereotype i just don't Uh. like Um, (laughs) but okay so this one kicks off they are things are hot and heavy but she is an 18 and he's like "Mm," i think he's 19 and his thing is like I will not physically go there with you. Like they've been dating. You can tell they've been dating, but he's like, their thing is we're not having sex until you're 18. And so then, oh my gosh, she's like, well, I've been 18 now for two minutes. And so then they have sex. And of course, you know, like within the first few pages, you see the physical act that changes their relationship happens. So that was cool. Well, then like, you know, later on in the day, it's her birthday and they're all together to celebrate or whatever. And she's like, they're all sitting at the table and she's getting horny with him sitting next to her. So she's like, <laughs> let me go upstairs, splash some water on my face. And I don't, I, this is when I get confused because she like writes articles for like the local newspaper. And I'm like, girl, aren't you in high school? Like, I don't know. Maybe this is a thing somewhere. There were just little details like that that I was like, I, this doesn't make sense. But so he comes into the room and of course he's rich. He comes from money. And he's like, hey, we're ready to celebrate your birthday. And she's like, I'm working. And he's like, that can wait. And like she has this moment of like, screw you, rich boy. Some of us have to work. And like I got it, but I was also like, This feels really strange. You know, like you just don't know them enough for like this moment to not seem bratty. Uh-huh. Um so he like leaves and goes off. And it's like years later, he comes back and um She's still like, okay, so I guess this is like a little women kind of retelling because her name, oh my gosh, there's like Joe, Meg, Beth, I think her name was Joe, I can't remember. But they all still live at home, which is fine. Um, And she's still like writing. So she has this, her name's like Jojo Kink. She does like, uh, she writes like erotic blog posts or something, Uh but she's never actually done anything (laughs) of course, (laughs) since him, right? Like she's never had sex again since him. So it's all like fantastical, but her readers don't know that. And so there's this like new dating site that's popping up and they or dating app and they really want her to like write posts for them. Who, who is like part of all of this, but him. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's their second chance, you know, and, It was cute. I just, I don't know. This is one of those instances where, like, I really want to know more. Like, why are you, like, still, like, kind of socially awkward? I don't know. Like, to go to this interview, like, her sister had to dress her. And I'm like, girl, you're, like, my age. Like, just throw on some leggings and some Converse and a cute shirt and call it a day. Like so yeah it's second chance it, it it was cute like I said I rated it three out of five stars so yeah I mean it was a good time it was hot and steamy
0: <laughs> it was a dare yeah like
1: there literally is a scene Aaron where okay he doesn't know they're both at this same party like before like fast forward through time right before she gets the call to like go do this interview she's invited to go to this party and she like stumbles into a like hotel room and then In walks a couple, and she hides in the closet and watches the hero Aaron get oral sex performed on him from another woman. And this is how she knows that it's him because she's turned on. She's like, oh my gosh, I knew that was you because that was the first time I had been turned on. And I'm like, but you were watching him get oral sex (laughs) from another woman. And he's like, I smelled your like cinnamon (laughs) smell that only you can... (laughs) just like what is happening it was just Of, I, I think I just had that moment where I was like girl you, I, I just sometimes the I've never physically wanted to go there with anybody else since you left I'm like in a in a line where like the sex sells i'm like really that's what we're doing (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) and you like do this whole blog and your name is like jojo kink but like you have never had sex with another person because it wasn't him like oh okay (laughs) Uh yeah it is what it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that was our second chance september but it was a good time it was a good time i think it was a really fun theme (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a good time. We definitely had a good time talking back and forth um, off recording. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought of one other one that I read. I think I read this in... I think I might have read this like in August, but just thinking about how we were talking about you can do it so different. So the, their one night Rio reunion by Abby Green. In like the literally like the prologue, it's like a marriage of convenience. You see... Why they get married, you see them get married, and then you see them get divorced. There's they're trying to like she's trying to go to Europe to go like hang out with her brother, which is her why for like agreeing for this marriage. Like, I want my brother out of here, I want him to go to college, make it happen, we'll get married. I think they have to stay married for like a year, and or they agree for agree to that. Well, then there's this whole like, oh, people are trying to kidnap you guys, so we're gonna whisk you away to this little private island. And then that's where like they really do fall in love. It's like they had this year of like an arranged courtship. It was all business. But then when they like, it's almost like when Abby took them out of that situation, that's when they realized like, you're not so bad. And like, you really did stick with me, like through everything that happened this year. And like, I kind of love you. And I'm like, I kind of look at this as a second chance in a way too. I don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's such a fun trope.
0: It is. And you know, that, that reminded me the Duke's Defiant Cinderella by Parker J. Cole, our Patreon book uh, was kind of a second chance as well, because our heroine in that story started out in the, in the prologue as, as um, a a servant in the household of the hero. And they had, you know, a good relationship, um, just a friendly relationship. But then when his father reveals that it's like, oh, no, She's actually the daughter of my best friend, who is a lord, and he's coming to, you know, claim her and and you know, raise her to her title or whatever. And oh yeah, you two have been betrothed since birth. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and Here is just like, um excuse me, no, right. I'm supposed to go on my European tour. I am not going to be tied down. By... <laughs> and so this this person he was friends with is just like, you know, gobsmacked of like, what the hell? Like you just hate me all this sudden and so right it's, so
1: all of a sudden i'm not good enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love <And> that so, <laughs> yeah and
0: so it's uh, when he comes back from his tour you know in the present time and she's risen to become this very famous artist who's you know in who is um oh what's it called when you're when you're like um an official artist of of like the queen or whatever, uh, but she's recognized by by the queen, and so they're they're planning to break their betrothal. But of course, the queen gets word of it and congratulates them, and is like, "Oh well, you need to come visit me now." And so they're like, "Oh well, shoot, we kind of have to <laughs> pretend we're getting married now, don't yeah. we? <laughs> we can't disappoint the queen.
1: No one disappoints the queen, okay." <laughs> yeah that's uh, I mean talk about different way you can do second chance love it
0: mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a very drama filled book with with some intrigue and mystery in it as well it was it was very good
1: yeah that's what always takes me by surprise i guess i go into historicals not expecting that and it takes me by surprise like oh i wasn't expecting there to be like some intrigue and suspense in here but it totally makes sense
0: yeah yeah definitely i i I think there has to be, right? Even even though we kind of forget about it, like it can't just all be, you know, balls and promenades in the park and stuff.
1: (laughs) There has to be something going on. Yeah, something else going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have seen some... uh, cover reveals lately that i wanted to shout out so kathy douglas shared her next special edition cover recently on the twitter for her april 2023 release called the ranchers baby it's adorable cannot wait to get my hands on a copy of that amanda chinelli her next presents oh Oh my gosh Oh my gosh, Pregnant in the Italian's Palazzo. It's scheduled to come out January of 2023. Gorgeous, like red dress on a pregnant plus size heroine. I think it is so stunning. Um, So I'm super excited for her because she seems very, very excited about it as well. And then, oh my gosh, on Instagram, Terry Wilson shared her cover for her next special edition. Um, I think, I don't know when this one's coming out. Um, it's called her man of honor and it's book one in a new series. And it's literally like this couple that you see from the back window of like a taxi cab, which it looks like it's in like New York city or something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it looks so cute. So yeah. I was like, Oh gosh, special edition is stepping it up with these covers. Like they are really bringing it. I mean, I feel like they've already been mm-hmm. doing such oh, a yeah. wonderful job. So it's like, Oh, they're just like, okay, we have to outdo what we did in 2022. And I'm here for it, so.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So I just came across, this is kind of an old reveal. Um, It came out in early August, but Joss Woods, the twin secret she must reveal. And this is the third in the LaRoe wedding series of hers, or Scandal of the LaRoe wedding. But it's um, like a tropical setting with, um, you know, the the couple sitting on this in front of the uh the couple with the, the ocean as the background and they're they're have their arms draped around each other. It's it's very gorgeous.
1: Yay. Joss Wood, man, is like <laughs>
0: She kills All
1: these titles. I know. I know. And her cover's always gorgeous. I love her titles. Like, they just nail it with Joss. Yes. I checked for Thule and I didn't see anything like a cover reveal, but I do have to shout them out. They have Long Lost Christmas by Joan Kilby, which is part of her Sweetheart Montana series. Hallmark is adapting it to film and it will be, I believe, scheduled to release on November, or premiere on November 19th. So, I'm mean shout out to them i don't know miss jane p getting these these books adapted to film i am a total. i'm totally here for that i love seeing like actual romance novels getting adapted to movies i mean come on people we have plenty of source material for you especially here in the category romance world so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah which i feel like could be done such justice um on on film like you know these these single titles that are 400 some pages, like you get, you'd you have to leave so much out um, or have a whole series, a whole television series dedicated to one book, uh, a la Bridgerton. But, yeah. you know, these <laughs> these um, category books, you know, you could do a great job in just one movie.
1: Yeah. Yes. I mean, if anybody's in your knitting circle who makes movies, just tell them to hit us up. We have ideas. We have ideas. Yes.
0: <laughs> we have all the ideas. <laughs> we'll keep okay. them busy for right. decades. <laughs>
1: okay so next on the list of things to talk about we got a message recently like um what's up with harlequin and this supposed upcoming spicy line and Uh so i messaged you like wtf did i miss something and you were like I don't know what's going on. What are your thoughts? I feel like we both know a specific tweet that was put out there, but like I, I kind of feel like, ma- do you think people misinterpreted that?
0: Uh, the so is that the um, the request for manuscripts tweet?
1: Yes, yes.
0: I I don't know um, I, because I could have very well misinterpreted it, but it sounded like there's a new line coming, or if I misinterpreted it the at the least, one of the lines is going to get a lot steamier here very quickly. That's
1: what I was thinking. I just, I don't know, Aaron, in my heart of hearts, I don't see them bringing out a new line. I just don't. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see it. I don't see it.
0: Yeah, I I mean that would be so great to to get a brand new line. Not that we have any shortage of anything to read already, but we (laughs) We have a lot. We always love uh, the announcement of a new line. Um, I haven't actually experienced that since I started reading category, so it would just be incredible if it happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do too. I want to know what it's like to like all of a sudden have a new line coming out because I haven't either. I know what it's like to like see one go away. It's like, oh man, this is the last dare, the last four we're going to (laughs) get. Yeah, I don't know. I like the the message that I got was like, there was like a whole discourse conversation going on about Harlequin starting a new line. So if anybody's listening and you can put us up on game, please message us because we want to know. But we were asked and we don't know. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I would love it to happen But I don't see it happening.
0: I really don't. So when we announced the Blaze Project and talked about it on a previous chatty, uh, we got a DM from someone who will remain nameless for the time being that is in the know about things. And they told us to just keep an eye out on things. So very very mysterious, (laughs) yeah, cloak and daggering going on right now, but very exciting stuff.
1: Okay, so what do you think would have to happen for this to work? I mean, would it I feel like and then this is I feel like this is part of our whole reason we're doing the Blaze Project. But like I feel like now is a time where if it's going to happen, that needs to happen. Because if you look at what romance readers on social media are reading, like that's a lot of what they're reading. They're reading a lot of steam of high heat stuff you know i've been watching more and more tiktok i've been paying a lot more attention on on twitter um i I feel like my instagram is such a mixed bag so it's really hard to get a like a tell that a lot of what people are reading is like high heat stuff so and even like people that are coming into romance like Mm -hmm. i mean oh my gosh barnes and noble i've went twice this past week they have a spicy talk table they have a book talk table and they have a spicy talk table um (laughs) so i feel like now is the time but how are we going to make that work i i personally don't see them putting those books on the shelf if they do that would be really interesting to see where they go on the shelf i don't know if we would see them in the walmart maybe it would be barnes and noble only like what are your thoughts like how would we make this work
0: I think the thing that needs to happen is those titles need to get in front of the eyes of the people that are reading indie romance. However, that's done, whether that's actually, see, I don't know if Harlequin can actually put books on Kindle Unlimited, but I mean, that's where a lot of the action is happening. That's where a lot of people find the high heat stuff that, you know, isn't restricted so much um, by i guess the um, the publishing standards but i feel like if we just if we were able to just slip it into a few of these <laughs> these people that just read indie and they realize that oh this category stuff this is some juicy stuff here yes. too yes that, that and then they would tell their friends and then their friends would tell their friends and i think that's that's what I would hope would happen is that chain reaction from that you know just going wherever it would take us. But I I really think we've got to we've got to grab the new readers definitely.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot, which is it's exciting. There's a lot of new people reading
0: romance. Yeah, and and I, I think you know presents they have that that signature look which. Which I love, but I feel like a new reader would see those and be like, you know, the typical, oh, that's what my grandma read. Like, not interested in that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's our struggle is like, here we we are, we're (laughs) on social media, we have a podcast, and we're like, read these books. And like, you know, we talk about it all the time behind the scenes, like you know we probably have the category readers that we're gonna get it's like how do we get new people to buy into what we're trying to sell here like hey guys y'all should really read these books you know it's like it's it's like now's the time if something's gonna happen it should happen because there are literally so many new people reading romance and Mm -hmm. it's like how how do you get them and i think that's higher heat man if you can get those good writers that do it and get it in the hands of those readers, I feel like it could take off.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I think we just just need to get a few of those a few of those new readers that love the high heat, and and it should just it should just take off on its own. Or I would yeah. hope.
1: I mean, and being real, as somebody that does get my category from the Walmart um, and the Barnes and Noble, but you know, I always check at at Walmart. I'm not seeing those readers. Getting the books at the Walmart. Like, it's me, right? It's me and the ladies that are a little bit older than me (laughs) that are getting them there. So, like you said, like that Kindle Unlimited space or like that ebook space, like I really do think... I mean, but you had that... Like, Dare was digital only here. So, I mean, it was done, but Dare wasn't... I don't think it was in... It was not in that KU space. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think we need to... I think the... I mean, I, I'm not trying to tell Harlequin how to price their product, but it's almost like we need to, you know, hook them in with uh, with, you know, some some discounted price or, or maybe like a, a few uh, few free to read editions.
1: Yeah. 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 Because I think especially to. Like, do you feel like you are a subscriber to lines yet, or do you feel like you're more of a subscriber to authors within certain lines? Because, like, we need people to buy into
0: the line. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know Right,
1: it's hard. <laughs>
0: So, uh, so there, there was a, you know, a a job shakeup situation in my household recently. And so um, I, I, I've only recently been able to start buying books again. Um, So I, it's usually, I guess if I have a line, it's presents like that's, that, that would be one that that I definitely just look forward to the releases and I always come back to but uh, I'm such a mood reader like I love my heartwarmings. I love my special editions I love my desires like
1: yeah yeah (laughs) that's a good thing about Harlequin like if you're a mood reader they got you they have plenty to Mm -hmm. choose from (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you had a good point about Walmart because I I don't go in there too often, but I always cruise by the book section when I do to just, you know, look at the new release covers and it's like the heartwarmings and the love inspired and love inspired suspense that that are definitely getting snatched up quickly. And yeah. you know, the the presents and the desires kind of have have thicker stacks on on the shelves there unfortunately. Yeah,
1: yeah same, same, absolutely the same. So like To get that audience, we're going to have to like meet them where they are. And that's in the ebook world. But like, if we're going to do that again, like we did with Dare, which was ebook only here, like, I don't know, marketing needs to be a little bit different. Like you said, I think price needs to be considered. Maybe put some of them on Kindle Unlimited at first. Like, because we need people to subscribe to the line. We need people to be like, okay, I'm interested in this higher heat line that harlequin has you know like i i don't know that's that's just my thought
0: yeah yeah we just we gotta give these new readers a taste and once they're hooked we'll just we'll have them
1: i know somebody at harlequin's probably like sitting back listening to this like no guys we're not doing that (laughs) 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 It's all out of love, okay? We love making theories here, okay? We love the books, we love coming up with theories. But if someone is listening that can put us, we will we promise to keep it just between us. <laughs> we just want to know <laughs> is it happening? <laughs> oh, yes. god, it's
0: that's oh, it's so exciting. The suspense is killing us.
1: I know, I know. I mean, I already know authors that I'm like, if you are doing some higher heat, like I have a list of authors that should be writing for that line. Just saying. Is there anything coming out that you're excited for? Anything you're reading now that you want to talk about?
0: So I'm reading the Amy Vastine. So that's Mm -hmm. the Wyoming secret proposal. Um, I'm focusing on that right now let's see oh um for my youtube channel's book club we're going to be reading interview with the vampire by Anne rice for october for our oh october my book. gosh
1: aaron oh my gosh! I've, I've
0: never read it and i think quite a few people in the book club haven't read it but my, my friend ryan he's read like all the Anne rice and he just he he loves most of them i'll say
1: okay that is gonna be an interesting watch I've never I've never read it either what made you oh, all yeah. pick that one like what made you pick it
0: well our friend Alicia was um, when we were musing on um, what to what to read next uh, she had mentioned that she was thinking of reading it because there's a new show um, coming out that's um it's an adaptation of it so um, that that pretty much sold everyone everyone's like, oh yeah yeah I've been meaning to read that and and of course Ryan's like oh love that book
1: Have you started it is it thick? i'm imagining it's a
0: thick book i haven't started it yet i'm gonna pick it up on audio so um you know size doesn't matter when it's on audio
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i was you know like i said i've been at barnes and noble a couple times this past week and i'm like oh yeah you could tell it's almost october because all the in rices are out (laughs) yeah
0: um let's see on my tbr though i have um Let's see. It's holiday with a vampire. Oh, it's over on my nightstand. It's out of reach. Uh, but it's a duology or well, it's two book bind up, but that's a nocturne. So for an October, and just in the spirit of getting into the holidays, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be reading my Yay. way through that one. Oh, and as well, I'm reading a holiday blaze called it's a wonderful, sexy life. Of course. And, <laughs> and, and this, oh, this is an extreme blaze is, is, is like, uh, I, I don't know where those came from, but.
1: So it's like uh, not quite a dare, but it's extreme.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> but it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's a, it's a time travel holiday romance. So.
1: Oh, this it's is the one you were telling me about far. it. I was like dying laughing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I cannot <laughs>
1: wait to hear you talk about it.
0: <laughs> it's been great so far. I'm about halfway through it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, speaking of October, listeners, our book club, Books Club theme for October is October. so dust off those old nocturnes from your shelf. If you've never read one, now is your time. That is our theme this month. I'm so excited. Aaron and I have already kind of started cheating. We've already been reading. Aaron has shared three that he read. I read a Michelle Hoff. I'm blanking on the title now, and I literally finished it yesterday, but it was in one of those duologies, so I'm like, I know it's not captivating the witch. That was book two. Enchanted by the Wolf, that's what it's called. Um, okay my only thing is is like it's like the ninth book in the series and so I felt like there was a lot that I didn't know
0: (laughs) you had a lot of catching up to do (laughs) I I have
1: a lot of catching up to do um but kind of like when you when you were describing one of the ones that you read I, I think that one of the things that I enjoy about Nocturne is kind of how these different species like reading through their perspective it's it's essentially like dealing with interracial romance in a way like in yeah. this book he's a wolf and a werewolf and the heroine is a fairy and we know that she's of mixed blood she thinks she's half vampire um and that's why her her father treated her the way that she was but then we find out later she's like her mom her mother was actually um, a demon. I don't know what they're demoness or something Ooh. like that. Uh, and of course, like with her being half demon, like, demons seem to be across the paranormal world, World like the bottom of the barrel. Um, so, But his mother already is like, we don't do this interracial marriage type stuff. Like trigger warning, there is a miscarriage in this book and it is, at the hands of his mom. (laughs) So there's that. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Michelle Hoff really went there. But I think it's really interesting how they tackle issues like that. And it's really cool to see it done through the guise of like these creatures or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to read more. You know, I think it's going to be a fun wrap up when we get to talking about what we read, because I have some novellas. Listeners, if you don't want to commit to an entire Nocturne book, check out the bites or the cravings. They're just like Nocturne novellas. Most of them are like, I don't know, 60, 70 pages, like really, really quick reads. So I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah. And there's a number of them on Audible, like the Rain Tree ones. I, I don't know if the sale was still going on, but they were um, up for like 6 or $7 each for the audio yeah. so, yeah.
1: Well, I think the last thing that we have coming out to talk about is, I mean, we're prepping for holiday episodes, which I, I mean, am very excited about. We're doing October. We're trying to read Christmas books. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the do the same at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no. there's three holiday with a vampire at nocturne. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're good. There's three already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going to we're you know, we have some plans for episodes coming out in December. I think it's going to be a really good time. We are both we were both beta readers for our friend Kelly, who hosts the podcast Boobies and Newbies. We're going to have Kelly on in November because she wrote a novella, a holiday novella that was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, So, yeah, we have a lot of really fun stuff coming up. We have um, Darby Darby Darby's coming back on the podcast. Karen Booth is coming back on the podcast. Nan Reinhardt is coming back on the podcast because she has her new book coming out, which talk about a, the sweetest cover reveal. Like We already have the cover for her next Tooley novel. We have some fun stuff coming up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Anna J. Stewart's coming back to talk Anna's bookshops and, and high heat books. Yes. Oh, I cannot wait to chat with Anna. It's going to be so it's much fun. It's always great talking to her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, well- Thank you all for hanging out with us. And if you read anything for Second Chance September, hit us up. Our email is always in the show notes. Um, links to like our link tree is always in the show notes. Again, our Patreon link is in the show notes as well. Like let us know what you read. Again, October theme is October, So if you were a fan of Nocturne, let us know. Reach out. We want to talk to you. Tell us your favorite authors. Tell us your favorite titles. Like what should we be reading? We would love to hear from you. And we will let you know what no- November theme is going to be. Once we get that information, we may have an author joining us and picking the theme. So fingers crossed for that. Did I miss anything, Aaron? Are we good?
0: (laughs) I I think that's it. I I can't think of anything else. I'm sure we have more irons in the fire than that. We always seem to have more (laughs) than we can handle. (laughs) I know.
1: I mean, and if you have thoughts on a possible new high heat line from Harlequin, tell us your theories. Do you think it's happening or no? Would you want it to happen or no? We'd love to hear from you. (laughs) It's all theories out of love here, guys. Uh, So yeah, check everything in the show notes. And Erin and I will chat with you in our next episode. Have a lovely day. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.